Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome into the program. Yeah, it is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Big three hours lined up here on a Friday morning. A couple of NBA spots. One with Matt Meiselman. Uh, very good NBA mind, betting this stuff on a daily basis, tracking point spreads, what players are worth. We'll throw some uh, series prices at him at that time as well. Aaron Renning, uh, one of the very best as well, betting the NBA. He's coming up in two hours. And a big UFC card tomorrow night. Lou Finacaro is going to join the program to try to give you some winners here early again on a Friday morning. Paulie, we shall begin with what took place yesterday, round one of the Masters. Got to tell you, leaderboard, damn impressive. I'm stoked. Yep. Like I, I don't know when this tournament is going to eventually finish. It looks like it's trending with the weather towards a uh, potential Monday morning finish live when we're on the air. But uh, if we have something anywhere close to what we currently have after day one for a majority of the next three or three and a half days, I don't think I'm going to miss anything. And the coverage that you can find nowadays is better than ever. I mean, like the Masters app is an A+. Oh! Some of the, you can go back and find every hole... Every, every swing from every golfer, it just cut up, and in like two minutes, there you go. Uh, brilliant. And uh, look at all those big names at, you know near the top of the leaderboard. Awesome day one, I thought, at the Masters. You? I agree. Plus, Rom with the double to start. And uh, as they pointed out on the broadcast, only one golfer has won the Masters after a double on the first hole. And it was in 1952. So how he rallied. 
and what he did to get his share of the lead. Kepka was great. He had the uh, one putt that he just missed that would have given him the lead, as it turns out. Uh, Morikawa, I didn't think played well. And he missed did. a lot, and he's three under and right in the mix. Yeah. I mean, he's he is two under on I think it's twelve, and he's got an easy birdie putt and he missed it. Uh, but then uh, got another added another birdie before the end of the round. So uh, mixed bag with Spieth. I mean, that was a roller coaster and uh, a bad job by Rory. I mean, Rory he'll probably turn it on now because he's so far back. But Rory with uh, seven shots back, not a good start for Rory. Okay, so he his adjusted odds, and I said this uh, on the air this week, like I don't want to bet him pre-flop because he's a guy that generally struggles in round one. So playing against him in matchups worked out for you yesterday if you were grabbing guy, if you found like Rom against him or Scheffler certainly against him. And I said if he, you know, if it makes some sense to maybe grab Rory in play, well now he's seven strokes back, he's 31 to one. But there is this at the Masters. And if you sign, if you become a VEASAN pro, you get these daily emails. You wake up. It's right there in your inbox. A lot of great info on the Masters this morning. Just go to VEASAN.com mm-hmm. to check it out. 23 of the last 24 Masters winners were in the top 15 at the end of the first round. And 16 of the last 17 winners were at or within four shots of the lead after the first round. So, any, I mean, if form holds to those numbers going back two decades... Anybody at two under or below that will not win the tournament if it holds. And I can I can name a couple of other guys too. How about Fino's Fino's missed putt on sixteen? Oh my god, just it was a, a brilliant shot yeah. on the par three. Then he just he whiffs on that one, which completely stung. And I'm holding a ticket. This goes back to October when Tom Kim was like the hottest player in the world. Oh Tom. Oh, Tommy, the boy. double. What was He's that? right there. He's right there. Did you see? Okay, so I have him 85 <laughs> to 1. And the, what happened to his outright numbers over the last six months? Crazy, because he was playing so well. It got down to like 30 to 1, and then nobody wanted the guy. He ballooned up to 180 to 1 here before the tournament started. So he, after that eagle, he's four under and three strokes back. I thought when he was in the bunker, he could pick up another stroke because he got a break. And then what happened out of the bunker and it rolls the wrong way, it goes into the drink and a potential four turns into a seven. So and, and a landing spot of five under or two, stroke ba- two strokes back, which was absolutely realistic, mm-hmm. turns into five strokes behind the leader instead. Yep, yep. No, it's a great leaderboard. You're right. And a lot of guys, uh, big names right there. Got a Scheffler, I think, is going to make a strong push. I have a bet on him. I'll tell you yep. about in a minute. Okay, great, st- great job by Kepka. Great start. Jason Day played well. He's right there. Bingo. You look, you, you, you get off the air, and then Hovland's running away with this. It's like, my God, is Hovland going to go nine under? What's he going to do here in the first round? Uh, Adam Scott got off to a hot start. Uh, I, I, I will say one thing. I, I saw, what, two shots from Phil? It was, yeah, yeah, they showed him for it was a, it. Very, a very brief. I, showed, I saw one putt. And that boy, Tiger, certainly limping around as well. Did you see coming down the hill, wincing in pain? Yeah. As he's walking? Oh, yeah. So Tiger went over with the bogeys and went under with the birdies prop. His first round score was 72 and a half. That goes over. He was $3 in a matchup against Phil. He's three shots back there. He is now at minus 150, the favorite to miss the cut. Yeah. So, uh, you know, rough start. So that's uh, that's not going to happen for Tiger. Um, but I can't wait for today. And the other thing, too, when you think about this and the great coverage in Augusta and it looked beautiful, but the weather now? This was, that was the best day, and all hell's supposed to break loose Saturday with the weather. But the other th- I love what they did 
with Scott Van Pelt and Michael Collins, the caddy. Did you see this? They gave him $20 and said, go to the con- concessions and let's see what you can get. Fill, the, fill it up. Fill the bag up. And he picked up a sandwich, two sandwiches. I think he got a beer. He got some uh, cheese or some other items. Anyways, he grabs like six, seven things. That'll be $18.50, oh, sir. Change, change back for yeah, that. Yeah, we put that up with the menu. How it's like 1988 uh, at Augusta with the menu. And they haven't changed anything. Like a sandwich is $2. A soda is $1. A bag of chips is $1.50. It's great. I mean, he walks up with all this stuff, and that'll be $18.50. And he's got six, seven things on him, too. And That's the other awesome. one. Look at this now. This tweet, and uh, this was making the rounds. This is the line for merchandise at the Masters. Looks like Woodstock. Look at that. And, they, and they, the tweet is about how much money they make. And you just see what the merchandise, where the line is, I don't know. Look, you can't even see where the front is. And everyone buying can't wait to get hats, shirts, yeah. memorabilia, whatever it may be. You, you got to do me a favor. You, you got to update the Woodstock reference. It was 1969. No, there's been a couple. I can go any. I know. No, there's no, been three no, no we don't, we're not using the other ones behind that one. No, <laughs> we're been, not. They don't qualify. Three months. I, I, I will give you this with the weather. So for those <laughs> golfers on the course early today, it looks better than it's going to be in the afternoon. Dry this morning. Winds have really nothing. I mean, maybe a, a zephyr out there, and that's pretty much it. Five miles an hour. By the afternoon, the wind and rain chances will increase. Wind's picking up between 10 and 15 miles an hour. As you said, Paulie, tomorrow is when it gets potentially very dicey. Now, what can you do with that? Well, I'll tell you what I did with Scotty Scheffler today. Mm -hmm. Scotty Scheffler is four under. He did not play well. Right there. I don't know how. He's right in the mix. His putter was atrocious. In fact, he lost three and a half strokes gained putting. He ranked 85th out of 86 players with that stat. Strokes gained putting. So everything else was there for him. If he doesn't, if he's not a disaster putting the ball, he's potentially the first round leader. He is 70 and a half for a second round score. Again, out there today, it's uh, seven o'clock, I believe, Pacific time. So 10 o'clock Eastern with the, uh, when he's going to tee off, I'll, I'll go with Scott. I t- totally trust this guy. This guy is one dude that you can absolutely bank on showing up at pretty much every single tournament. I went under 70 and a half for a second round, and uh, it's minus 135 available now. What else did you think? Good luck. Oh. Uh, I saw Kevin Na was a $5 favorite in a matchup here against Singh, and then the illness and uh, the withdraws the, uh, uh, on the front nine. Illness. Yeah, right. Yeah, rough start, no doubt. He was four Maybe over. Maybe he was. Maybe he well, was. he was four over when we uh, got off the air. And then you had Will Zalatoris. Didn't even tee off. And he calls it quits. Yeah. What is that all about? Well, the injury, I guess. Oh, Not God. good enough to go out there. You give it a shot on the old uh, driving range or well, putting around. You're like, I can't possibly go. Why are strange things happening at the Masters? Remember Dustin Johnson? Well, I, I, I slipped on the steps. I had the socks on with it. Okay. Hurt my back. Yep. You ever slip on? Uh, I don't know. Never happened to me. In the uh, shower, yes, but not on the steps. Socks with, like, tile? I, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe some slippery, like, fake wood on the floor? That, yeah. That's it, potential. It reeks of the Brandon Marshall. I was oh, totally, I slipped yeah. on a McDonald's wrapper and ran into my stereo yeah. and crashed through the glass. Yeah. Took down my entire... It's the damnedest thing. Yes, right. What was it, Jeff Kent? Was he... He said motorcycle, but he fell off his car cleaning his truck or something. Yeah. Yeah, he lied. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, there is this, by the way, for those of you holding tickets on Hovland, Rom, or Kepka to win this thing. Uh, recent first round leaders to go back and win: 
Spieth did it in 2015. Dustin Johnson did it in 2020. They were the first-round leader, and they pretty much did a wire-to-wire job. So it's a really good leaderboard here today, and I can't wait to watch what's going to happen here coming up in a little bit and uh, the entire day, and then maybe the weather takes over and becomes a major story yeah. later on in the evening and uh, slash, you know, Saturday morning. Yeah. It was good that uh, everyone got bunched up, though, too, because there for a second after, you know, all week I dismissed Hovland, and I'm thinking, is he, he going to get nine under here? He's going to have like a five, six-shot lead after day one? Right? Yeah. Certainly. Oh, trust me. I've, I've been on this guy several times, and it's it's frustrating because – you don't know when it's coming. It's so unpredictable. But you, you just know at some point, here comes the meltdown. And so I just had to tap out I'm on the guy. You. Oh, the meltdown's yeah, I, coming. I just couldn't do it. And right. then he's at a, you know, his price just balloons up because everybody feels the same way. And you pass and he goes out there and shoots like that. And you hate yourself for doing it. Quite the round by Spieth. Oh, that's just, talk about that's, a roller That's who coaster. he is and what he does. You can grab yeah. Spieth in a matchup against McElroy higher than plus 130. Any interest there? He is a complete wild card, Paul. Mm-hmm. Well, he had two on the water in uh, three holes, wasn't it? Well, if he doesn't what do he that, did, he, yeah. he's probably seven sure. under. Yeah, right. I had him first round leader, and he's four under after eight. And typical Jordan Spieth round, you go to the bathroom, you come back. Oh, what what happened? Because he lost three strokes, and then, oh, he got two back. Yep. You know. Yeah. So it's too bad, though. I mean, as Tiger said, we we don't know how many how many he has left in him, and I you know. just saw how he was wincing in pain, and he has no chance now. Uh, also, the the two hundred thousand dollar bet on him here. The guy bet the no. Oh, you have details on that. Uh, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Win lose coming up next. We'll recap more of yesterday's better, uh, betting action. Favorites went ten and three, and what a beat in the NBA. Details here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the sports betting network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good to have you on board here on a Friday morning. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live with you downtown Las Vegas from the Circle, uh, Circa Resort and Casino. Almost called it Circle Resort. I think Derek Stevens actually was close to calling it Circle, but uh, I can't confirm that. Winner Circle would have been a, a pretty good name. A good name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk NBA here. Tricky day, three days left in the NBA. The status of these players up in the air, as uh, per the case on a daily basis with this sport. Matt Meiselman joins the program now. His YouTube channel is called Value Betting, and uh, I think you're a great follow on Twitter, Matt, on a daily basis, tracking all of this stuff. And I can imagine that uh, you kind of want to hit the fast-forward button to Sunday night when this regular season stuff is all over with. Let me ask you this uh, to begin with. How difficult has it been for you kind of tracking this stuff with player statuses day in and day out for the entire year compared to previous years? Uh, yeah, happy to be with you guys. And it has been definitely different this year. Um, some of it is just the league is a little bit different. Some of it is the sports books have been different. So COVID was its own very unique situation. And I kind of really got started during that. Um, so it kind of like it got simpler for a while after that, where it was just like I could predict which questionable tags meant which things when rest was going to happen. And now it seems like teams don't want to tell us anything like Monty Williams last night just was like, yeah, yeah maybe we'll play our starters one half against the Lakers. We'll <laughs> just we'll let you know. Yeah. They, they, they don't really want us to have any insight. So it's been hard for that reason. I feel like the coaches are just kind of messing with us half the time. Yeah. By the way, have you we, we talked about like if we track this going against like uh, the grain with um, a lot of these games going back, for example, the Cavaliers Magic game last night. I mean, I think offshore, Matt, Cavaliers opened up like four and a half, and then we found out nobody was going to play. We saw the Magic get all the way to eight and a half. Like, if you're just going against that um, on a daily basis with these big line moves, are you actually winning money, you think, over the last couple of weeks or a month? Because just because teams have to win these games, in theory, doesn't mean they're going to win or certainly doesn't mean they're going to cover. Yeah, I still think in general it's been good, but there's been some very glaring examples where really big line movement hasn't worked out. Um, the worst one for me this year was there was a game where Jokic returned from health and safety protocols. Denver lost at home to the Pistons with him. Mm -hmm. uh, they were like minus five and closed like minus 12 and a half or something. And they didn't even win the game at all. Oh. But uh, we, we, we know how the Pistons are to end this year. I think they, I don't know if they've won more than three games since that point. Yes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> the, the Magic uh, Cavs game was crazy, too, because the line opened at like Magic plus four, got to 10 the other way. And then Orlando rested all their guys and the line came back five points. So sometimes it's been that where like you get news one way, but then you get news the other way. Mm -hmm. um, I think Memphis had all their guys against the Clippers last week, but then Kawhi was out for personal reasons. But then the Clippers won anyway. So I think it's. The results haven't been as good as I would want based on closing line value, but also 
the news keeps breaking and then breaking again. And that makes it really hard because it's not just like one team is resting players. Sometimes it's both teams resting players. Yeah. Great well, point. well said. Well said. Also, Sunday, we, we know Sunday could be a mess. Then you could factor in teams that need the game. But also, would, would they, what would they do from a seeding standpoint? And I'll turn this into a question about what would you do if it's Phoenix against Golden State? in the first round and what would you make the price and what would you need with Golden State even though you know they're the defending champs but the road record is embarrassing this year but I mean, does Gold, how would Golden State treat that because if, then if you look you don't have the tiebreaker against the Lakers so if you would punt on the game whoop then you fall back I mean there's so much on the line here Sunday that could be in play yeah, it is really crazy. Just the five through the nine. I guess the Wolves don't really have a shot to get up to five anymore. But I mean, for a while, it was like four through 13 almost looked like it was, you know, it could go any direction. Yeah. So for those series, I mean, I'm probably lower on the Suns than just about anyone. And I'm using the 538 Raptor ratings a lot. But I think people need to be careful when they look at the playoff projections there because they are taking an estimated estimated rotation for teams that isn't necessarily accurate. So what I'm trying to do is use their player ratings, but put my own minutes behind it. And then there's some other adjustments that go into it after that. But the Suns on an individual level don't look that great to me. And a lot of it is because of DeAndre Ayton, who just hasn't been the same player this year compared to what he was when they almost went to the, or when they did go to the finals and almost won the finals. So some of it is that. Some of it is, I think, Chris Paul is not at the level he was three right. years ago. Yeah. And I'm not sure the Suns are that much better than the Warriors and the Lakers at full strength. Like, I think the Suns are behind Memphis and Denver. So as far as pricing those series, a lot of that is is health, too. Because if the Suns can play Kevin Durant 44 minutes a game like he was playing when he was, you know, taking over for an injured Kyrie Irving and a hobbled James Harden or even 48 minutes. I think in some of those Nets Bucks games, he was playing the entire time. Like if you get that Durant, the Suns are maybe a minus 200 favorite or 250 over, let's say the Lakers. But if it's Durant playing 37 because he's not quite ready for that and the Lakers have had, you know, a couple of days off and everyone's healthy. Um, like, I'm not sure the Sun should be more than, like, minus 140 in that series. And Ooh. I really don't know what the prices are going to be because a lot of it is going to just be based on, like, how these guys are feeling. There's so many injuries to worry about. So, yeah, and then we get to the second round, and, like, is Paul George playing? Is Zion Williamson playing? Like, there's so many unknowns that I think the prices might fluctuate a lot more this year than they have in past years. Great answer. Yeah, so yeah. For, for tonight now, again, we're looking yeah. at a Warriors-Kings game. This is in Sacramento. And, uh, you know, everybody questionable as of last night slash this morning, Matt, for the Kings. Looks like they're going to punt on this game. They're catching an eight and a half now at home against Golden State. If that's the 3-6 series, forget about the regular season at that point. Everybody is going to be ready to go in the playoffs. What would you make a Sacramento-Golden State series price? I think we have to assume Andrew Wiggins is going to be playing in in the first round, even if he's missing a game or even if he's on a minutes restriction. It sounds like the reason that he's being held out for now is he just hasn't been playing much basketball um, while he's been away from the team. So it's conditioning. Like, I think they even said if this was earlier in the season, they'd give him a couple of weeks to ramp up. But, you know, the playoffs are coming up, so he's got to kind of push it. Um, he's with the team now, but he's a really big deal 
I mean, as someone who was carrying Celtics futures last year through the finals and didn't really hedge very much, like he, he, it was Curry for sure. But after Curry, I mean, Wiggins was probably the most important and the best player for that team. Um, so if they didn't have Wiggins, maybe the Warriors are minus 160 with him. Maybe they're minus 260. Like, I think he is that big of an impact because this Warriors team just doesn't have a lot of depth. Like Gary Payton returning helps. Uh-huh. But the minutes that he's going to be playing, I don't think are too significant. Like he's had so many injury problems, but to have Wiggins out there at the end of the game over like Jordan Poole or Anthony Lamb, who has been closing sometimes it's it's or Kaminga like Wiggins is really good. So I think the Warriors should be pretty significant favorites. I can't wait to see the series price if it's Los Angeles Lakers, excuse me, Lakers, Denver or Lakers, Memphis. What would you what would you make that? And that would be that's tough for Denver or Memphis to draw LeBron and AD if that's the they're gonna be the matchup. Yeah, so I think Denver probably lands somewhere between two and three to one favorites. I think Memphis would be shorter, but I think they are as good as Denver. So my guess is Memphis is gonna look the best to me from a betting perspective almost throughout the whole playoffs. Um they just haven't had their whole full team together like at all this year Uh i'm assuming steven adams is going to play so i really like the grizzlies like on the futures markets you know 20 to 1 ish or maybe even a little less i mean the grizzlies also may luck into a really strong draw after the first round like let's say sacramento plays the clippers or yeah like that matchup and then they get a relatively easy second round matchup um i just think the grizzlies are at full strength as good as denver and maybe even better than Phoenix. And they were looking that way for a while before all the injuries started to happen, obviously the John Morant situation. But once they get Adams back, they kind of are at full strength. And I I thought they were kind of there to knock off the Warriors last year. And some of these younger guys look better than they did last year. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's the undervalued team. Like I think I'm going to be scared to bet them as favorites against the Lakers, but I would think that they're they they deserve to be fig, bigger favorites than what they're going to be. Okay, so along with that, uh, maybe twenty to one shot if you can find it. NBA, would you consider just to win the Western Conference at all? Cut it in half, call it maybe eight to ten to one. Is that a fair price for you? Yeah, what I've seen though is it's not that line. So okay, like I'm, I think it's been like nineteen to one to win the championship, but like six to one to win the West. And I guess mm-hmm. the reason for that is um, odds makers think the two, maybe even three best teams in the NBA are in the East. So. It's a little easier to get out of the West than it is to actually win the championship. But yeah. eight or ten one on the West, if that's around, um, I definitely like that a lot. I saw obviously mm-hmm. very early here, Matt, and we only have like ninety seconds left here. But is there anything that you've bet already for tonight, or do you just put in a lot of your stuff later on uh, in the day when the news actually comes out? I mean, I tried to grab some overnight lines on some of these favorites, like the Atlanta line has moved because Embiid's ruled out, but I'm pretty sure the Sixers are going to sit everybody. Um, the Lakers were at six and a half last night. Now they're at eight and a half. Phoenix probably sits everybody. As far as what's available now, I think Miami is going to rest their team versus Washington, which would make Wizards plus six pretty appealing. Like the Heat can win out and the Nets lose out and the Heat go up to six. But the Nets are 12 point favorites tonight. And then they're playing Philly at home on Sunday and no one's going to be available. The Heat know the Nets are going to win another game. Right. Like the, Eric Spolster is a smart guy. I think they take this opportunity to rest their players on a back to back. So. Um, I don't like it if they play, but I'm pretty confident that at least Butler is going to be out, and then the Wizards look pretty appealing. Very cool. You can follow Matt on Twitter. He is at ValueBettingMM, and his YouTube channel is called Value Betting. Matt Meiselman, excellent spot today, Matt. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the weekend. 
Yeah, you too. Uh, enjoy the break before the playoffs. Yep, great job. Up next, we'll hit the NFL draft. What happened yesterday with the number one overall pick odds? Pretty weird. Details coming up next. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino in this hour. Luffy Nicaro on the program in 30 minutes to talk about and dissect the UFC card tomorrow night. In pocket plays, what we're betting today. And uh, right now, professional sports better, one of the very best in the world at betting the NBA. Aaron Renning joins the program. ER, it's good to catch up with you. How are you? Now, I'm doing all right, guys. Um, you know, um, just getting through the regular season, boy, I tell you what, it's just been a grind this year. I feel like I've worked as hard as uh, I ever have for not the best results in the world, but I was off two big years, so you know it's just the way it goes. So um, still, still some time to make some money. Yeah, yeah. What, what has that been like with you in recent weeks, or even going back longer than that, betting this sport? I mean, you, you grab what you think is an amazing number. Oops, no chance it loses. Then you grab <laughs> what turns out to be really bad numbers, and lo and behold, you know it's a winner for you. Yeah, I mean, really, the last week. It's been like that, you know, closing line value, however you want to call it. You want it on your side. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of this is timing, you know, when to bet it, when to know when to bet it. And obviously you want to try to get early and get the best of the number, but sometimes, you know, patience is best. And uh, that's when your best bet. But yeah, it's just been wacky, guys. I mean, I've had some, some bad numbers. I've been stuck. And those bets have won, won easily. And I've had just some great numbers, and you know those games just never have a chance. So the, this last week has really been bizarre that way. You had some monster bets on the Clippers Wednesday, and I love like a professional sports better versus the mainstream media discussion. Last night, Shaq said, "Well, the Clippers wanted the game more. It was one of the worst spots you can you have, and worst spots I've seen in the NBA where the Clippers." We're off since Saturday. The Lakers have played four games in six days off a back-to-back overtime game in Utah. And yet the Lakers, big move, the Lakers went off the favorite in the game. And, and quite honestly, Paul, I mean, that's where, you know, that's where a power rated. I, I did make, you know, the Lakers a two-point favorite. But like I say, some, you know, especially the last week of the year, you just kind of throw the numbers out. And I had that game circled, you know, for a couple of weeks. I'm like, this is going to be a great spot for the Clippers. Obviously, they lose Paul George not playing that well. You know, it was kind of a revenge game uh, for Westbrook. And, you know, how the news kind of went – and, you know, I, I took a bad number on the Clippers early, and then I bet it again, then I bet it again, then all of a sudden plus two, you know, I got to keep betting it <laughs> if you like it. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. um, you know, end up with a big bet. And, you know, obviously the game played out how you want it. You know, again, if they were to play tonight, you know, you, you maybe probably want to be on the Lakers, you know, even though the Clippers have won that many games. Yep. But it, it was just a, a great spot. You, you, you know, you hit on everything. I mean, the Lakers, you know, an older team, you know, they just were not going to have nothing off that overtime uh, game against Utah. It was a schedule loss, much like uh, Milwaukee and Boston, and Mitch was all over that a couple weeks ago. What did you play tonight? Can you share with some of our viewers uh, what you like and if you can explain uh, with this crazy movement here with only a couple days left in the regular season? Yeah, again, you know, the market's done a good job on some of this stuff, and, you know, 
even so, again, you just kind of throw the numbers out. I mean, you know, I bet Atlanta tonight, you know, Philadelphia was a no-show last night and beat sitting out. Nothing to play for for this Philadelphia team. Doc Rivers even said the guys, you know, the starters are going to play, going to be limited uh, in their minutes. So, you know, go ahead and Atlanta still jockeying for position in the play-in. You know, Brooklyn, we saw Orlando. And, you know, there's these teams right now, Orlando, Indiana. <laughs> they're going – they're tanking as much as they possibly can. Portland's been a good example, even though they've covered uh-huh. uh, some numbers. Again, the market's done a good job. But, you know, I bet Brooklyn, I, I laid it with them. They need this win uh, to get uh, into the playoffs, really, and get that sixth seed, yep. uh, which is what they want. You know, the Knicks have been all out. They've played great uh, basketball. Obviously, no Brunson, no Randall. Uh, you know, Indiana did not win, want to win that game the other night. The Knicks end up winning. But I, I did lay it a little bit hesitant here with the Pelicans, a, a big number with them. Also bet that game under the toll. I mean, the Knicks have been scoring without these guys. But, I mean, they've been playing teams without any defense that have wanted to run with them. Uh, Pelicans will actually uh, – yeah, this will be a, one of the better defensive teams the Knicks have played. Mm-hmm. So I, I mm-hmm. think it's actually a pretty good bet under the toll. Excellent. Very okay. good. DraftKings already has Knicks Cavs series price up. Cavs a dollar eighty five. What say you? I'd say that's probably going to close a little bit stronger than that. I mean, you know, remember in the NBA, it's always tricky. It's always higher. It always needs to be higher than you think it is. And just as I mentioned, you know, the Knicks. Remember when the Knicks played Atlanta a few years ago? Yes. And Atlanta won that series with relative ease. Uh-huh. And you know, I love Tibbs. And I love how hard this Knicks team, you get your money's worth every single night in the regular season, but they're not exactly built for the playoffs. And, you know, Cleveland just has better talent. They can protect the rim with the two big guys. I think they're quite a bit better than the Knicks. So I would expect that to be, I would expect that to be north of $2 in the end. How would you power rate the top of that conference, the Eastern Conference, and then which team do you think would have the best chance to go to Milwaukee in a seven-game series and win based on the matchup? Yeah, I, I mean, I still think it's, for me, it's 1-1-A. I, I would put the Bucks just a little bit better than Boston. Uh, this Bucks team that Giannis hasn't had, I mean, he's actually had a bit of a down year himself, but I mean, just about every guy on this Bucks roster plays defense, which I like, you know, with the exception of probably Grayson Allen. Boston is obviously very good. I actually have them power rated a little bit higher than Milwaukee, but that's just how I feel about it. Then obviously you have Philadelphia and Cleveland and Beads, uh, very tough. You know, it's interesting because Philadelphia, you know, just these last couple of days, you know, they, they might, you know, they kind of want to get this three seed. They don't want to lose these two games to get in the four and play the Knicks and then have to play Milwaukee in the in the uh, um, in the, uh, the second round here. So I would think that they any team here would want Nets and you know Philadelphia needs to get a win. I believe they don't. I'm not sure the tiebreaker. I guess with uh, Cleveland, but uh, so Philadelphia, Cleveland, you know, puncher's chance to beat any of these teams, but certainly Milwaukee, Boston then Philadelphia, then Cleveland. After that, you know, nobody's got much of a chance. Okay. How about the West and the fact that we could get Phoenix-Golden State in the first round, but why do you power rate the Suns, even though they have so much talent, no depth, but we haven't had the chemistry and time together on the floor with Durant, and then and also where you're at with the Warriors, which defending yeah, champs yeah. and getting healthy, but the, the road record is hard to ignore. You know, it's a great point, Paulie, because, you know, if you're betting futures, 
and you have the Suns here to win the West, I mean, that's not the matchup you want right. in the first round against Golden State. So, you know, everybody's trying to, you know, it's, you can't be too cute, you know, trying to get to Sacramento here uh, in that first round. But, you know, I have Denver and Phoenix probably at the top of the Western Conference. And, you know, again, all these Western teams have flaws. You know, that there's some some evil here with these teams. And, you know, Denver's not going to power rate that great right now. But you you got to remember the last month, month and a half, this team's been kind of on cruise control uh, to, you know, they've had this number one seed pretty much locked up with a little bit of effort uh, sitting a lot of these guys. So, I mean, look, this is Denver's year to do some, make some noise. I mean, they've had uh, legitimate, legitimate uh, injury excuses the last couple of years. Uh, if Joker can't get this team to the Western Conference Finals, I don't want to hear anything about MVP for a long, long time. Uh, this is the year they got to do it. And you're right. You know, Phoenix is right there. But, I mean, what, what are they going to play? Not even 10 games without right. Kevin Durant? It's very hard to do that and play it at a high, high level here uh, to get to the finals. Chris Paul, I think he's the key guy. He, and, you know, we saw him in some three-pointers last night. If he plays well and he's he's not played that great, he's on the downturn here. But he's he's that third guy that really's got to step up for the Phoenix uh, for the Suns. So I think it's Denver Phoenix. Uh, then you have you know you still got to throw Golden State in there. If they get Wiggins back, they got Peyton back, um, and and then Memphis. Uh, then after that, I would probably go with uh, you know the Lakers uh, in Sacramento. Yeah, other than that, not not many of these other teams got a chance. Clippers are just hard for me to buy into that team. Obviously, you don't know with Paul mm-hmm. George. Didn't like the moves they made at the trade deadline. Ty Lue, not a big fan. So, um, you know, capable. But, boy, and, and that's the thing about these. In Golden State, it's another team. We just haven't seen that championship caliber play really all season long. And in the regular season, mm-hmm. you at least saw that, you know, to start the year with Golden State. Defensively and on the road, they've just been a mess, right? Well, how big is uh, Wiggins coming back? You know, he's going to make a difference defensively. You know what? You know, again, it's just (laughs) if they get matched up against that the Phoenix Suns in the first round, I mean, boy, they better hit the ground running. So, yeah, obviously, you'd rather have them, Um, but uh, again, there's just a lot of a lot of troubles that you see with all these teams in the Western Conference, from my view. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it feels kind of to me, ER, that we might be sleeping on the Grizzlies a little bit because that's another team, right? Have we seen like their full allotment of guys for much of a sample size this year? And uh, in the final minute here that we have with you, I mean, they kill teams at home. We talk about that with Denver, tricky spot to play. Memphis takes teams out to the backyard with a shovel and says, taste this upside the face. (laughs) Obviously very capable. I, I just feel they're a player short, Mitch. You know, they don't, they lost a couple of those bench guys, Melton and Anderson, that kind of keyed them in certain games uh, last year. And, you know, hey, and I think they even knew that. They admitted it. They tried to get Durant at the trade deadline. Yeah. So, you know, they're just – I think they're probably a player short, maybe a little bit immature in the end. But but obviously there's they're still right there. Again, that's the great thing about this, this year's NBA playoffs. I mean, there's just not much. Uh, it's going to separate some of these teams, especially in the Western Conference. Right. Yeah. That's totally wide fair. open. Wide open. Yep. Yeah. Great to talk to you again, man. Thanks for the time. Good luck tonight and this weekend. All right. Thanks. Uh, good luck to you guys. Yep. Thank you. Uh, you can follow Aaron Can't Rennie wait. on Twitter. He's at ER Sports One.
don't rule out the possibility that the Clippers try to pull shenanigans and lose a game over the weekend and fall back so they don't oh, so I they could. don't see the Suns. I could 1,000% see, see that happening. Yeah. In fact, it's probably the smart move. All right, we'll recap yesterday's betting action. Uh, the home teams, my goodness, watch out, coming up next year on Beeson. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season, 24-7 streaming. Best bet emails, advice, data, strategy, only $9.99. Full access to VSEN through the NFL Draft. $9.99. Can't beat the price. VSEN.com slash subscribe. Big UFC card tomorrow night, and our good friend Lou Finacaro does a great job at VSIN writing about and talking about the UFC cards every week when they're out. Good to talk to you again, friend. How are you? Doing great, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. You know, the dust settles after basketball and NFL and everything, and and the UFC gets a little bit of shine. Absolutely. And it's a big main event. Adesanya is going again here. This is the uh, rematch here between these two fighters. He's a small favorite here. To go the distance right now, the no is minus 150, the yes is plus 110. Uh, how do you break this fight down? What's your angle to bet it? This, you know, in boxing terms, this is slugger versus uh, points uh, artist. Adesanya, the artist that yep. needs distance and uh, space. He's an evasive striker, meaning he hits but doesn't get hit. Meanwhile, 
Pereira is a monster with power. He'll walk into the cage at 221 uh, minimum. Uh, and so his deal is to cut the angle of the octagon in half, corner out of Sonya and bludgeon him like it took him five rounds to do in the first fight. Okay, so then how does that go for Adesanya this time around then? And overall, again, with the round prop or for this mm -hmm. fight to go the distance, do you see it ending before uh, you know full five rounds are completed? Uh, I like Adesanya in the fight. I believe each man is more comfortable this time around. Pereira, surely more comfortable and confident. And Adesanya knows he hurt Pereira in the first round last time. And I think from his interviews, he's coming out with much more focus and ferocity. And for that reason, I don't believe this fight ever sees the fifth round, let alone goes the distance. Someone I think is going to finish the other. I do lean to Adesanya and I don't put it past him finishing the monster. At the end of the day, it's the balanced prestigious mixed martial artist that I think has advantage in a competition like this over the more singularly dimensioned, powerful, profuse striker in Pereira. Okay, beautiful. Uh, this caught my attention. You are a, a dog player. Uh, you look dogs first. Uh, how about Yanez here, $1.85, $1.90? Can you take us through this fight and what you're thinking? In each uh, competition, I try and assess the fight and determine if there's some potential value with one side or the other. In this case, the youth of Yanez, his speed, and the fact that he's an ascending fighter that the UFC has a little bit of an eye out for, all go to his favor. Uh, the other man, Font, is an extremely experienced fighter, but he's been in wars. His last three or four fights, he's been touched. And this is a poor, poor matchup for him. This is a great position for Yanez. And at minus 170, 180, I think Yanez should be minus 220 or minus 240. That's what we'll mm. think when we're done watching the fight. And so I see value in the younger, faster, ascending fighter. Okay. Uh, can you make a case for Masvidal as Burns is almost $5 in the co-main event? Yes, this fight is mispriced. Masvidal, though Masvidal is Rasputin, and he's a deft businessman, and, and he's one step away from retirement. This is Florida. He's from Florida. He's an original OG. We must give him that. To think that he's going to go there and not be prepared in front of in Miami in front of his fans is folly. And so I think you got to have to take a look at George, even though he's a rightful large underdog. This is Florida. It's Miami. If it goes to decision, Masvidal via decision at 10 to 1, maybe some kind of long bomb like that. If you want to temper that by some kind of hedge and play both sides, I don't do it this way, but take Burns via submission at plus two and a half or plus two and a quarter. Burns either submits him or George possibly pulls a decision out of the back of his pocket. Mm. George is deft and savvy and beguiling and you can't put it past him because we've seen what he did against Darren Till and Ben Askren, and he's he's going to try and do something like that Saturday night. Sure. Now, things change, obviously, and he's not the same guy that I think some people might say caught lightning in a bottle or whatever. 
but he was impressive in those, you know, a couple of performances that you talked about. What do you think this number is 18 months ago, two years ago? Oh, it's much closer to pick. I mean, the, the good news is, I, and I shouldn't say that, it's much much closer to Burns being minus 150 or minus 180. We can't discredit Burns for his ground acumen because he'll have certain advantage on the floor, though George can grapple. George has to keep this standing. And three, four years ago, George's height would have brought the price closer. Uh, at, at, at the same time, George, 39 years old now, and, and it's lightning in a bottle for him anymore. But I wouldn't put it past him. He's going to come and give his best effort. He's prepared. He's had. He's he's prepared for months, and he's known this is coming up. And if he gets past this, he has a huge payday with the Englishman Leon Edwards mm -hmm. coming up next, which will sell tons of seats. So George has it in front of him. Surely there's no lack of motivation. The only way for me to bet this is Masvidal, and I would think via decision at 10 to 1, try and steal one and run out the back door. For all the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network, Lou Finicaro, our guest MMA expert, take us through your thought process and handicap with Garcia plus 160. Of the dogs that I like, Garcia is a little bit of a dangerous one, but his advantages are that he's domestic, he's <clears throat> Coming in from Albuquerque, he's huge for the division. Six foot tall. He's going to tower over his opponent, have a sure striking advantage over his opponent. But the kid can't stop a sneeze, and the kid and the Nuranbake, uh, the Chinaman that's coming in to to oppose him, uh, is a is a pretty stout wrestler. So the Chinese fighter is going to try and get him down, and Garcia's got to keep this standing. If he does. He's live at plus 160, 170, thereabouts. I'll be using him early. Okay. Uh, you can this, you can, I'll, you can can tee me up if there's, there's nothing to this, but I wanted to ask you now that Endeavor purchased the WWE and they also own the UFC. What, what could that mean down the road? And is it, well, maybe this guy doesn't deserve a title shot, but we have to promote him and try to make him a star. What, what do you think that means now that you have UFC and WWE now? I think what will happen is that the the business model of abusing athletes with pay will seep into the WWE and the athletes there best beware because that's why they're joining. The UFC does such a great job banking profit at the expense of their athletes. That's what's going to happen to the WWE. As far as scripting fights, no. As far as setting up favorable, favorable fights, absolutely yes. And Exhibit A is on this fight card on uh -huh. the main event, Rosas, against uh, the young man that he's fighting. Uh, his name is Rodriguez. Rodriguez yeah. And, yeah, Rosas, this is his second UFC fight. Uh, he's 19 years old, and he's on the main event ahead of Gastelum and uh, Curtis. W why? Well, mm. this is an entertainment company. They want to catch lightning in a bottle. Mexico's a big, expansive area for them now, and they're promoting this Rosas in a favorable matchup. We should know that when we look at that fight. Any other dogs that you like on the card, Lou? Cynthia Calvillo, I'll hang my hat on her. She's dropping back to 115 and hasn't weighed in yet. She's traditionally had trouble at 115 making weight, but she's going to make weight today. She's going to be the bigger fighter. She's plus 240 or 250. She's a dog, and she's live in this fight. Awesome. Uh, big dog, by the way. Yes. Again, you can yes. follow him on Twitter. He is at Gamlu, and it's, uh, he also has the About Business podcast. 
uh, the next time we're in Phoenix, we're going to break bread, talk some business there over Portillo's, my friend. Uh, good That's to have you on the show. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be baptized, good. too. Got to be baptized. Yep. Tully didn't do that. Huge mistake. Yeah. R- rookie move. He didn't have it baptized. It really is. Do you know, Paulie, every time I see photos from that restaurant, right. I, my hankering for like a Chicago dog or a beef, whatever it is, I, I, need, I need that. We need that in our lives here, and we don't have it. I can't imagine you at a Bulls game with the promotion if the visiting team misses back-to-back free throws in the fourth quarter. You get the free Portillo's dog. I You're probably a, standing up there screaming, waving your arms. I have a weakness right. for a few things in life. Uh, a great Chicago oh, dog yes. is one of them. And drag it through the garden. Hello, 100%. Mike North. Mike North knows. Drag it through the garden. Oh, God. The beef. I had the beef sausage combo. God. I think they I got, yearn. I yearn for this place. You know who's the uh, Glace, the Iglesias kid, the stand-up comedian? He did a yeah. bit when he went out there. He goes, oh, "What's a chocolate cake shake?" And he goes, "They show it to you, and they dump it right in front of you. They put, they take the chocolate piece of cake right in the, right right in the, the shake. shake." He goes, "Oh, I'm in heaven." Yeah, he's a big fella. But I mean, that is <laughs> sure that chocolate cake shake was an A plus. All right, uh, we'll tell you what we're betting. Best bets on today's program in Pocket Place coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 